guys this is my podcast my name is Derek Vomawo and I think I really deserve some accolades on the kind of music that I choose for every week's podcast this one if you're wondering is by Richard Bona and this is Koro Kalaban Koro that's what that's the part that gets me the most right and so welcome again to my podcast if you're just chancing on this podcast for the first time this is the podcast that talks about real stuff entrepreneurship business lifestyle practical tips strategies right everything that is relevant to you being a better person you find it here on this podcast and i'm always going to be your host my name is derek derek vomawa find me on instagram derek d-e-r-r-i-c-k underscore insurer by n-h-y-i-r-a-b-a now i'm going to jump right into today's podcast interview and i told you on the first podcast i'm going to be bringing some of my favorite people right that i've met on this live journey to come share um some of their tips and insights on various topics that we are going to identify on this podcast and today is no exception i have one of my favorite people with me he's my travel buddy he's my very good friend we have business conversations and he's sometimes my client it depends on what it is <laughs> right um his name is jill Evren. so um i'm gonna have jill to talk about boundaries boundaries and boundaries so stick and stay so guys, today we are talking basically about boundaries, right? Boundaries, establishing boundaries and making sure that these boundaries are in check for your life. Um, boundaries even in business, boundaries in your personal life, your relationships and stuff. Because this is a very important subject matter. And I want you to tell another friend to just listen to this podcast because people need to know and understand what it means to set boundaries and just abide by these. It's, it's about self-respect. It's about being able to take control of how people treat you, right? So my friend Jill is here in the studio and, um, well, literally my, in my home studio, he's going to be sharing with us some perspectives and his experiences as well when it comes to setting these boundaries. But before then, Jill, for those who are going to hear about you for the first time on my podcast, who is Jill Evran Esuman? Uh, thank you, Derek, for inviting me to your studio today. It's a real pleasure to join you here for this podcast. You've been doing an amazing job with your podcast, and thank I you. really appreciate it. And, and I'm a faithful listener, so anybody listening today, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell another friend to listen to this podcast and share it on all your social media. Thank you very I much. I think it's going to help a lot of people. Mm. And so um, my name is Gilles Evrae-Suman. I am, um, so I'm a Ghanaian, of course, and then... 
<laughs> of course, and uh, I am based in France and in Luxembourg, and then I am a European project consultant, so I consult for projects uh, with the European Commission under the Erasmus Plus program, and then I am also a researcher, an academic researcher. So I work at the University of Luxembourg, and I am doing a PhD, and I also teach some courses there. So like all this for one person. Exactly. And, and you, then, live, you live between France and Luxembourg. Exactly. How do you do that? Well, I don't sleep. <laughs> so you, 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 so I mean, when it comes to your res, so what do you write as your residence address, residential address or something so, for your filling forms? Oh, it depends it, on where you are. It depends on where I am, <laughs> and it depends on the purpose. Yeah. Interesting. Um, mm. Yeah, but then um, actually, one one of the most important things about this is a notion of boundaries actually because yeah. i am able to set even professional boundaries between my time i know when i have to focus on my phd work or where i have to prepare classes for my master's student or other things that are related to 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 my specific job in luxembourg and then also things related to uh the project consultancy um mm. career aspect that i handle too so that's, all that's, that's part of boundaries and we can look at that it's all about Certainly. management managing yourself boundaries and everything that goes with it yeah I mean, what, let, let's take personal boundaries for an example, right, for a start. Mm -hmm. I mean, what, what is the essence of setting personal boundaries? I mean, because I can tell you there are lots of people out there who don't have boundaries at all. Like, anything goes for them. People can treat them anyway. They treat people anyway, anyhow they want as well. What is the essence of setting boundaries, personally and professionally, you know, and also likewise in business, and like, you have that experience as well. Can you share it with us? Uh... This is a very interesting perspective, but then the, the whole thing is that I, I tend to say that sometimes um, with experience, the more you do something, it becomes easier for you. Mm. And then when it becomes easier, sometimes you, s you seem to think that because it's easier for you, it's supposed to be easier for every other person, but yeah. it's not. It's a journey. Uh, many years back, I think that I also had a lot of boundary issues. And then even till date, I still have some boundary issues. I think mm. we, are, we are all trying to shape our stones uh, to be... To, to, to be like yeah. perfect to be able to fit into the building or the edifice that we are trying to build for ourselves mm. about boundaries. What I can say is that it's about knowing who you are, mm -hmm. knowing where you are and knowing where you are going. Okay. And then this helps shape your boundaries because mm. you know that, look, this is the building that I have. This is how far I want to go with it. If mm. I don't set these boundaries, this thing is going to get inside my building and yeah. collapse everything that I have worked for. So um, this is a way of an allegorical way to put it. But then mm -hmm. it's, it's about self-esteem, personal respect, and also knowing what you want. Because mm -hmm. if you don't know what you want, you cannot set boundaries. You can let everything come into your life. And so, then so, so what is the thing difference between being self-confident or um, for your, be, being someone who has a, a high self-esteem and then being proud, right, when it comes to the boundaries you've set? Mm. So what is a thin line? Is there a thin line first of all? What is that thin line? The thin line is respect. So being self-confidence means that you respect yourself, but more so you respect other people. Mm. So you don't denigrate or you don't look down upon other people because of where you are or because of who you are or because of what you have or because right. of where you are going. Mm. But then you respect yourself and you respect other people more so, which mm. is different from being proud and showing off what mm. you are in front of other people. Because sometimes I, I feel like proud people or people who come up, who, who come across as proud have set some very serious boundaries, right? And then they, they, they just elevate themselves higher than anybody else. 
right? So sometimes, I mean, the question is, because it depends on the society as well. Mm -hmm. If you find yourself in a place where it's easier for people to um, disrespect you or treat you anyway if you don't have boundaries, mm -hmm. you know, then maybe it may push you to react a certain way, mm -hmm. right? What, what do you think about that? Do you think this is possible? And then also, um, yeah. again, like, just yeah, try to yeah. create that so, thing. So, so, for instance, uh, to to um, make it very simple, let's take a Ghanaian perspective. Yeah. You know, I mean, both of us were born in Ghana, mm -hmm. and we know the country that that we come from. Mm -hmm. uh, basically, um, myself, I lived in Ghana my entire life. I'll say I lived my entire life in Ghana for like just eight to nine years. That's mm -hmm. the amount of years that I yeah. spent in Ghana. But uh, this were like in my teenage years, and that's mm -hmm. like the most important part where the cultural um shades of the land, like kind of this, where you are shaped by the cultural. Yeah aspect of uh, the country and then this is a place where people actually saw you come from nothing yeah. people saw you walk around naked let's say that family people uncles aunties or friends around saw you starting from nothing so imagine that you Derek they saw you some years back as a young boy mm. some of them sent you some of them gave you money some of them mm -hmm. bought candies for you and today with who you are in your podcast they meet you let's say in Berlin or at a yeah. conference and then they, they somebody calls you like hey Derek come here <laughs> you, you, you get it yeah. and then yeah. It's because this person says that because he feels that he knew where you started from. He knew exactly. where you came from or whatever. But and then... feel too comfortable. But then the person is being disrespectful. You mm. telling the person that, hey, look, this is a professional setting. Even though we have a personal relationship, yeah. this is another setting. And even if it's not another setting, there's been years that have passed since yeah. those things happened. So mm -hmm. you have to respect me for who I am now. And for what and I bring space. to the table and my space, my space. not yeah. disrespect me. And then yeah. this is where sometimes I think that sometimes people will say that we say that some people are proud because they try to set these boundaries. Yeah. And then people say that you are disrespectful because those people that claim that these people are disrespectful because they saw these people come from nothing. Yeah. But then because you came from nothing does not mean that when yeah. you get somewhere, you should still yeah. behave as if you are still, sorry to say, a papa or yeah. you are. And, and, and you that are is nobody. Really, really, really right because most of you realize that the people that actually go against our boundaries are people who feel they know us, right? And some of the little things we can talk about, even it's like on social media, for example, um, you find people, because maybe you are friends with someone, mm -hmm. you you post a very important professional, you make a, a very important professional post, mm -hmm. and then maybe they can't make fun on, on, on your post or something. Mm -hmm. are, all, are those things also counted as um, somebody trying to um, break your boundaries in a certain way because it's like, yeah, I mean, if I'm friends with you and we have some sort of cordial, jovial relationship mm -hmm. and we share some stuff, um, if I make a certain important post mm -hmm. about something that is very sentimental or mm -hmm. professional in my career, mm -hmm. um, sh is it okay to make fun of it or something and like feel like you've not broken in boundaries? So um, what this brings me is, is, is some form of intelligence mm -hmm. that not everybody has, you know? Mm -hmm. For instance, we have personal jokes together yeah. that we will share things I will laugh about that we will never say anywhere else because Certainly. we know that there are boundaries mm -hmm. or we know that this is Derek. As I know Derek privately, but that does not mean that this private Derek, there are things that you share with me yeah. that are supposed to be like a part of you that you have to protect. And That's I also right. have to protect. Exactly. So these are things that I cannot afford to share with anyone else. And then not everybody has that intelligence. So it's, it's not, it's wisdom, yes, you know, sir. to know that because not because myself and Derek we say this privately or we do this privately or I knew him to do this that I have to say it yeah. outside and then because you know that not everybody has that intelligence yeah. and that is how that is why you have to set boundaries so for instance That's on true. social media some of the boundaries that you can set very easily is like 
maybe controlling who can comment on your post. That's right. Limiting access to your profile. Exactly. Identifying the people that can potentially disrespect your brand That's right. or cross the boundaries that you think mm-hmm. are very important to you because That's you know right. that Kwesi is not a very serious person and then yeah. Kwesi will come and comment this nonsense on your post. So yeah. just to avoid any damage control that is further going to damage your brand or hurt your feelings or whatever, just, I'm not saying block Kwesi, but you can limit what Kwesi can do on your do, profile. Yeah. And then that's the power of social media and yeah. then the digital tools that we are using today. Yeah. So when you cannot talk to the person directly and tell them, look, this is the situation, I don't want you to be doing this. Or if you feel that the person is not somebody that is emotionally mat- emotionally matured sure. enough to yep. listen to you or mm-hmm. accept what you want to do, I mean, you just take your own proactiveness, personal mm-hmm. uh, resolutions, and then you limit the person's access to your space because you have That's to protect right. yourself. And then yeah. we live in a world where there's no space, there's no personal space. Yeah, We have access to everybody. And yeah. this is why it's important to set boundaries because it's very easy. We are all unique, as we say, but then exactly. even our uniqueness is common to everyone. That's very true. You know? That's so true. that's why you need to yeah. set your boundaries. Otherwise, you get lost in the masses. Yeah. And, and then, I really like um, what you just talked about, about social media, you know, setting boundaries on social media because I think it has become an integral part of our lives now that uh, it's one of the places to set boundaries. And sometimes, I, I I mean, I was sharing with a friend of mine that I find it sometimes, it's not always, even when it comes to people approaching you sexually, right? It is not always a cool thing because it's like, if you see me and all you see is like a sex idol or something that entices you to want to, you know, be naughty and stuff on social media. Well, it's all the perks of the job you do. I mean, if you're well, a superstar. Well, like, <laughs> no, but, but for you, like sometimes I feel like there's more to, me or in this I, I don't really get that a lot but i know of other people right mm. and i think it's important to also set these boundaries right mm. and i mean if you are double in social media boundaries we can talk about i mean people who don't know you using the dear dear darling love you know those kind of stuff you understand um some people would also set boundaries against all of um these oh, yes i personally sometimes if somebody sends me a message also and i don't know you are protecting my space yeah. because we are in a world where you know the screenshots era you know sometimes exactly. they have receipts people, people, exactly that, that, that's receipt i'm not <laughs> saying that we should be hypocrites but then yeah. you also have to watch out for yourself exactly. because you cannot trust somebody else to do your job for that's you that's right you know so you have to protect your image on social media if you have to block block it the block button is there for a reason <laughs> if you have to turn off some comment to turn it off is there for a reason blocking <laughs> don't be emotional and then sometimes it happens to me because i'm a very I mean, I, I have some quite emotional. a good emotional maturity, but I'm also very emotional about how people feel about yeah. me or my actions because okay. I'm always thinking of, if I tell Derek, Dick, uh, Derek this, how is Derek going to feel about this thing I told yeah. him? So I tend to think twice about it. And while thinking about these issues, I delay to take actions on such important yeah. things. Mm. So just to avoid that, uh, I mean, just be proactive, take some action, block off the comment you know whatever so you can take some space out of it because if you don't do that you start engaging and then before you realize you'd have muddied yourself in the public space for no reason and then that's right boundaries again <laughs> boundaries boundaries and boundaries i mean so let's move on to talk about professional boundaries i mean at a workplace or in business you know in any sort of professional environment what has been your experience how do you set your boundaries in a professional space This is a quite difficult question because in the professional space, you don't necessarily control everything. Mm. I mean, I'm, I'm lucky to be in a position where, let's say, I'm a bit of a freelance consultant, so I can control my time. And also at the university where I work and then my team, I have a good mm. uh, PI that gives me the chance to just evolve and do my thing as mm. far as I'm producing the results. So that gives me the free will to control 
my time and do what I want to do. But then that alone comes with a lot of discipline. Mm. But uh, taking for instance, somebody that works in a very, very corporate, let's say, world. I mean, I'm also in a corporate, but when I say corporate, like where there's a lot of uh, rules of the game. Like for instance, somebody that works in a bank mm-hmm. where maybe he's a, like um, a financial analyst. He has an office. He has to show up at work at eight o'clock. He has deadlines to meet and everything. There's a lot of stress and a lot of pressure. Mm. And here, boundaries plays a lot of roles. Yeah. But then sometimes there are things that you cannot reinforce. There are some boundaries that you cannot reinforce because right. you don't make all the decision, decisions. You don't call the final shot. Mm. And this is where it makes it difficult. So the kind of boundaries that you can set is maybe for your space, for you to deliver on your deadlines, and also your personal space with regards to your mental health. Yeah. Because health, sometimes yeah. as young people, I take myself always as a very good example that because of the kind of ambitions that we have and the kind of places that we come from or the kind of people that we think are looking up to us, we want to try to overwork ourselves. We want to try to overwork ourselves. It's not like we are trying to prove a point to someone, but we are trying to prove our point to ourselves and we are trying to push our boundaries, basically. We are trying to show that, come on, I'm Gilles, I can do this, you know? I can do this. And then you're always trying to do that. And before you realize you're getting through a burnout, you're actually, you're you're under-delivering because you're at a point you are much more focused on the quantity than the quality. And then I think that sometimes you have to take off our mental health. We have to take it off the quality of the work that we do. Mm. And we also have to take it off our time. And then mm. these three things are very important when you're talking about boundaries in yeah. the professional space, because if you don't do that, you're going to miss out a lot of things. And mm. with regards to professional hierarchies, especially mm-hmm. boundaries like your boss, yeah. it's a contract. Mm-hmm. It's not, you are not, you are not being, Let's say you're not. He's not doing you a favor by yeah. by paying you every month. Mm-hmm. It's, you are hired because you have certain skills that they need, exactly. and this is what a lot of people forget. Mm-hmm. That for people, everything ends up. He's my boss. If I do a mistake, he will fire me. Yeah. Did you ever put yourself in a position where he actually needs you to, exactly. especially if you put a lot of effort in your craft and if mm-hmm. you are actually doing your best and if you are the best in your field, you should know that once you leave, it's your loss. Exactly. So such a person cannot afford. To, to misbehave with you. Exactly. But then I also understand the realities of most people that work, like, let's say, in developing countries where yeah. unemployment rates are high. And yeah, then so they are people... Jobs. They are scared of... And then there are people that are ready to work for 10 times less than what you are paid now. And exactly. then there are actually some people, funny enough, that mm-hmm. are going to overwork and then outpower you. Like mm-hmm. they are going to work and do 10 times better than what you used to do. Yeah. That is why you always have to keep... Yeah. But I mean, your craft and, and, and training coming yourself. back to your the, what you just said about um, professional boundaries, yeah, I mean, sometimes I think it's important for people to understand how how important the um, setting boundaries is for your mental health. Mm-hmm. Because if you work in a place, you spend literally most hours of the day there. Mm-hmm. And so if you're in a place where your boundaries are not respected, because I, I believe that, yeah, I mean, I may have a boss, but my boss doesn't have any right mm-hmm. to un- um, undermine me or demean me or make me feel less of a human. And that is boundaries. You have to stand up for yourself and protect your space, yes. right? And being able to communicate when your boundaries are being, um, how, how do you call it, invaded or yes. you know, demeaned in, in a certain way. So, I mean, one of the things is learn to speak up and put people right. And for me, that's one of the things I've experienced in a, when it comes to boundaries in, in the work environment. Learn to communicate when people are, are just transcending a certain barrier that you've created, even in the workspace. Uh, for this, mm-hmm. for this, I have some personal experiences regarding that. Mm-hmm. I mean, before I moved to Luxembourg or before I even became actively involved with European projects or mm-hmm. consulted for, consulting for European NGOs mm-hmm. on these kind of things um, some years back. So I always say that 
one of the worst jobs that I ever did was not when I was working in a kitchen washing plates mm. to pay for my uh, studies, my mm. uh, master studies or whatever. But then it was when afterwards, like two years later, I was working in a high school as an education assistant. Mm-hmm. So basically my job was to, cons- uh, to, to advise students on career paths once mm-hmm. they leave high school. And also like be there to give them professional advice and also follow them. So follow mm-hmm. them academically, like follow their grades. And then when yeah. I see that the student is underperforming or whatever, the teacher would set up a meeting with my with, with myself and the student to talk mm-hmm. and see how we can accompany the student and all that. And then at the time we used to have a hierarchy that was like handling the school like a prison. Mm. So basically they were like disciplinarians and then everything that we were thinking about is like, they, they were not trying to let the students understand things mm-hmm. because it's a high school. So most of them are teenagers. You yeah. have to let them understand the reasons for the whys and the no's and the yeses, mm-hmm. you know? But then it was much more like if this person flies, I would punish them. I mean, send a person home for three days, do this, do that, do this, do that. And then basically I felt like I was a penitentiary agent, you know, like I was, <laughs> my job was to chase those kids. And I mm-hmm. actually, mm-hmm. so I started hating my job. So this was, mm-hmm. For me, the worst job that I've ever done, mm, like being like a police officer, like chasing kids and like, hey, you have to do this. If you don't do this, I'll, I'll send you home. I'll yeah. write a report. I'll fire you. I'll like, uh, not fire, but then I'll sack you from school. And yeah. all this, and I'm like, and then it got to a point, it started taking a toll on my mental health. And mm. I got to a point, I could not resign because, and I'm saying this to get to the point that I want to make. I could not resign because I needed the money. Yeah. I had bills to pay, so I had to hang on. But then... I could, re- I could stop the job later on because I gave myself options. So sometimes to be able to set boundaries, you have to work on yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to upgrade professionally because if you know that your boss is not respecting you and you feel that your hands are tight, you cannot resign, then upgrade. Upgrade because one. if your boss can just fire you anytime, it means that you're not of value to him. Exactly. He's actually doing you a favor. So if you are upgrading your skills, you are bettering yourself, you are doing a lot of things that add to your value and then you can secure something better than what you have why stay there and sacrifice your mental health look we are in a world that is open all of us are sharing success stories and beautiful Mm. pictures and everything on social media but Mm. nobody really cares and nobody really takes care of your mental health apart from yourself yeah so you have to do everything it's your job to take care of that too you have to do everything so for me for instance for that high school what i did is that fortunately i mean when you in france every eight weeks there are holidays for people that work with uh, public Okay. Institutions. I mean, public schools, not mm-hmm. public institutions. So I'm in, in with education. So what I did was that at every break that I had, I would participate in a project, attend, do some community organizations, just go to projects, do a lot yeah. of things at the European level, just to upgrade. And then that gave my CV a huge boost. Mm-hmm. It got to a point where I could bas- basically speak back and tell people that, look, this is not in line with my personal values. It's not in line with what I want. So I'm stopping the job. Mm. You know. That's when right. you say that, they feel that they, yeah. they used to think that they were calling the shot. But then when you say that I'm leaving, they're like, oh, okay, he's not yeah. so dependent on us anymore. Exactly. And that's a and very important And then you have to upgrade because yeah. a lot of us don't, we are scared of moving away because you are not upgrading. We are not you, calling the yeah. shot. You I mean, not guys, what, what was do. the last time you took a short course in your, your field of professionalism to upgrade yourself, right? People are learning every now and then. And then some people are just there and doing the same old job, like, and expecting that, I mean, like really sometimes in fact to be in, like like you said in the beginning know yourself know thyself my brother my sister know thyself right so thank you very much i mean let's go to the final um phase of it family boundaries hey it's everyone like Say Momo now it's everyone 
is everyone qualified to be family do you have to set boundaries with family like what what how do you set boundaries like answer specifically how do you set boundaries when it comes to family the people that are most prone to breaking our boundaries or hurting us or disrespecting us are people that are in our close circle are people that saw us growing up or are people that saw us building yeah whatever career paths or whatever things that we have today and then it's much more difficult to sideline them or tell them to let's say tone down or respect themselves because you feel that you owe them some form of respect but then it's not respect you're not supposed to shut up and endure being disrespected in the name of respecting someone else respect goes both ways Mm -hmm. with empathy you have to help you have to do what you can because you come from a community where we share the same burdens but you have to know that you cannot pour for an empty cup exactly it's very important to know that it gets to a point your cup is going to be empty and nobody will be there to fill it for you. So in as much as you are pouring, you also have to pour reasonably and know to who you are pouring this cup to. If tomorrow you are in shit, who is going to help you? Sorry for the big word. And and, and of course, I mean, um, yeah, again, sorry for the uh, um, word, but then realistically, I mean, and I I agree with you, I don't think everybody in our family is family to us, Mm -hmm. right? And that is where the family boundaries also comes to play. Um, you have to know how to draw the boundaries, especially fam- it's very easy for family members to talk any way to you, mm-hmm. to discourage you, mm-hmm. to talk you out of your dreams mm-hmm. because they feel like they, they've known you all your life. They feel like they know better than you. Actually, the older folks, they feel like they've been here before you came. So they can say anything they want to you. But I think it's important. I mean, for me, for example, my, I have a very good relationship with my parents. It's a lot of respect. Mm-hmm. And I know my dad will not talk to me a certain way. Same with my mom right and because i give direct feedback mm-hmm. of how i should be treated and it's it's not like i'm being um, proud or anything but it's like that's how uh, i mean i've been i've grown up to learn you know what i've grown up to learn that you have to respect yourself and respect others and it doesn't matter who right if my my parents as a parent you are, i mean i will respect my children right and that is how i see the relationship with my dad um to be like he respects me i respect him back you understand so um i think these are very important aspects um of, of, of boundaries that people should really take into consideration. And today, I think we've done justice to this topic in a very wide angle, considering the time that we have for our podcast. Any final words, Stu? Um, my final word is that to set boundaries, again, you should know yourself, and again, you should upgrade. Because even from where we come from, mm. if you are a young guy and then you upgrade yourself, people are going to respect you. When there's sure. a family funeral, they'll wait for you before they start. <laughs> <laughs> because they know that you are somebody you are somebody exactly. so if you are nobody you cannot set boundaries yeah. if you upgrade yourself you add value mm-hmm. you can tell people what you like and what you don't like and exactly. they will be obliged to respect because without you the party will not be fun exactly exactly and, and, and there's a lot of peace of mind on, on i mean in that process exactly and, and also one of my tips to you guys one of the ways you can set boundaries is sometimes put your phone away put your phone away put your laptop away and just have your time it's your time. Like, set boundaries between you and the rest of the world. Just, Jill is laughing here because he thinks I'm a phone addict. But God knows that is not that is not the truth. This is what in law we call a mea culpa. <laughs> I didn't say anything. He just started confessing. I mean, honestly, you have to learn to put your phone away. I put my phone away sometimes and I just have time for myself, right? Set boundaries. Just have your you time. Like, read a book. Just lie down, relax. Travel, read a book, meditate, it, go to the gym. Do something. Do cool. something. Hang out. Do, 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 do it for you. Do it for you. Look for look for the right people to hang out with. Look like, for like independence. <laughs> Try to be an independent person. Without I mean, technology. 
sometimes yes, not it, just without people. Without generally, be an independent person because when you're overly dependent on people, that's when they break your boundaries because exactly. they feel that they, you owe them something. Exactly. So if you're independent, you have exactly. full control of everything that is part of your life, yeah. or everything that you want to aspire for. You yeah. don't depend on people, so basically, you can tell people to yeah. fo. Exactly. And and when some someone is treating you wrongly, you have the right to tell them that oh, and it should be it should be done politely. Hi, hi, gentlemen. Um, you just spoke to me a certain way. I think you should never do that again, ever, right? And then um, you 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 make your stand. The next time they do the, they do it again, you know that they flouted that rule, and then you can take other actions, right? But then try to give people direct feedback of how they make you feel. I think it's good not to bottle it all up in. If you feel disrespected, speak up. Yes, so just speak up and speak up and speak up. Um, thank you very much, you, for the time you've made for today's podcast, and thank you very much for sticking and staying. Playing in the background is Dipita by Richard Bonner. Um, if you started with us, you realize that I played Richard, Richard Bonner's Kalaban Koro. That one, yeah. So this one is another um, song of one of his albums. And I don't really know the meaning, but I love the song. And I decided to let you have a listen. So enjoy and do have a great week. Take care, stay safe and set boundaries. Ibu